0: In a way all of our episodes are thematically tied back to adulthood. Yeah. Because it's just like, hey, how's your social anxiety? Well, it's difficult because I'm an adult and things are hard when you're
1: Yeah, young. yeah, yeah. It's like, and I went from having to think about one thing, which was breathing
0: <laughs> to, <laughs> to thinking about everything. <laughs> I, was, I don't want to underestimate this. I was carried. <laughs> People would pick me up and take me to another location that I needed to be at. And, and, and <laughs> when they weren't picking me up, they were rolling me. <laughs> i was either asleep or being pampered yeah i was either being massaged or not awake
1: yeah first they stopped feeding me directly (laughs) then i had to feed myself then i blink and they kick me out of the damn house (laughs) welcome to sad boys a podcast about feelings and other things also i'm jarvis and i'm jordan cope but i'm a musical now oh are you gonna be like a musical for like the whole episode
0: yep until all the listeners leave. <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, they're already gone? Yeah, yeah
1: wow. That makes sense. <laughs> I guess we can go back to talking normal.
0: I was about to leave myself.
1: <laughs> Today, it's just the boys. Just these little boys. So, it's been about two weeks since our last recording. We're both back from um from our birthday trip to LA and Dallas. I have... Fully forgotten how to do the show. I've fully forgotten where I am.
0: It's actually remarkable. Like, what, this is 24? 24 episodes?
1: Yeah, this is episode 24.
0: I adore this show. It is is a privilege that I get to do this on a recurring basis. For the life of me, I don't remember how to do it ever. Every single time we pick up these microphones, I think to myself, like, it feels like my dad made it. It feels like my dad did all the previous episode and right. he's like, "Hey, I pass this on to you, me in the future." I mean, to peel
1: back the curtain a little bit, every time we start, I have to confirm the the like phrase that I say at the beginning of the <laughs> yeah. episode. And it's like I know it, but for some reason, it's like um it's when you're in line with somebody at you know uh like a, a restaurant and it's a long line and you're just like chatting with people and they're like oh what are you doing it's like oh i i'm a comedian and they're like oh well tell me a joke <laughs> like that's what it feels like it feels like yeah. someone's putting me on the spot and you, your brain just
0: evacuates all applicable information yeah just i'm like uh, in a uh uh
1: sad boys welcome to the podcast <laughs> hello
0: I'm, of boy sad. <laughs> yeah,
1: my name's justin and this is a podcast about
0: failings <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else and
1: nothing else <laughs> I hate you and sorry, not sorry.
0: <laughs> I hate you, humble brag, sorry, yeah. not sorry.
1: Um, today, we are talking about adulthood.
0: The um, the curse we're all struck with.
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk about, I guess, the transition, the life transition that happens when you are no longer under the, <laughs> the tutelage. The, the, the Padawanship. Per- the Padawanship, the purview, the the direct care. Do you want me to get a thesaurus? Yeah. <laughs> we good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm reading a thesaurus. It's this pod of right here. <laughs> when you're out on your own, when you you have independence as an adult, typically around eighteen and then you're like kind of thrust into the world. You know, some
0: people go to college, some people go directly to work. That's like, that's a monopoly space, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Some people go directly
0: to jail. Some people do not pass go. (laughs) Go directly to work. (laughs) Go
1: go directly to work. Do not go to college.
0: It's insane. I get that five days a week. Every single morning I wake up, I roll my dice. It's like, go directly to work again. Jeez.
1: Very unlikely that that would happen. But yeah, I I think that, I think that there's a lot of value in us talking about this transition for us as people who are a few years into this um, ourselves, you know. And that's, it's funny how (laughs) being
0: an adult feels like a, a type of proficiency like oh man i'm getting close on figuring all of this out i've been working on it for about five years getting closer every day right oh dang i forgot to eat yeah <laughs> yeah it's like I, oh you just didn't do it right For and a i bit. think
1: it i think it is a proficiency and we'll talk about why we we think that um and and what our experiences were a bit later in the show but first jordan how anyway. was your week
0: my week specifically jordan um, cope or one of the listeners how was how is one of our listeners' weeks, Jordan? If there, is, There has to be a listener called Jordan, right? Just statistically. Oh, yeah. I mean, so maybe. If there is... Jordan, I don't even care if you have a Twitter account. Tweet ASAP. Tweet to the Sad Boys account at Sad Boys Pod. I want to know if we have uh, any Jordan listeners. Because, frankly, they're my favorite ones. No question. No, Jordan.
1: Not one of our listeners. How How is your week? Jordan Cope, co-host, lesser lesser co-host of Sad Boys. Sidekick. Sorry? Sidekick boy Absolutely <laughs> uh, excuse you kicks.
0: I may say it Jarvis Huh what Um, It was man my week's good Yeah um, Maybe people can tell I'm pretty tired <laughs> I'm No s- I don't think anybody can tell Welcome to drowsy boys I, I am a sleepy young man I think we have talked through. about this before
1: but uh, We're pretty bad judges of How our I guess physical state You know being tired affects Yeah Affects the show. No, I
0: I am constantly paranoid that I'm off base whenever I do the show, and yeah. then it comes out and people think it's fine. I'm like, wait, but I was, I was so peckish. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't detect that. You,
1: you didn't you didn't detect that I had a grilled chicken sandwich for lunch. Waiting for me? Yeah, it's like, angry. but you see if you understand that my joke would have landed a lot better had I eaten a steak. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, I'm I'm overall pretty good. Um, I actually have uh, both a, a question and a request. Oh. Uh, the question is directly to you, and then the request depends on your answer. So, uh, my name on most of social media yes. is Jordan Adika, A-D-I-K-A. That's right. That's right. I, I use that because it was the name I used on social media, or, or specifically in, like, gaming spaces growing up. I would either just be Adika or Jordan Adika or J Adika if that wasn't available. Right. And it's my middle name, Kenyan Heritage. Um, and I've used that for many, many years, so I have it as, like, a legacy name on things like Steam, Blizzard, etc., etc. Right. Now... Due to my job having a decent amount of external visibility and working with a lot of people over email or appearing on other shows or collaborating with people or just getting referenced sometimes. Right, right. And wanting to keep my personal life fairly private, I changed most of my social media names to Jordan Adika. Right. As a result, my Facebook is Jordan Adika, Twitter Jordan Adika, et cetera, et cetera. But this has had a peculiar impact in that now my Steam and Blizzard name is just my name. Oh. which is the most wild shit nobody's ever done that no human being has signed up for a gaming service an online gaming service and just put their name yeah yeah, that's nuts yeah so first it's like question- what's your
1: gamer tag and you're like John Smith thank you very much <laughs> I don't want to play with you yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: are you gonna What hurt is me? It, Is
1: this dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just so odd so my first question was do you agree that that is strange because I feel very weird about it <laughs> um you know it's
1: 2018 and I don't think it's that strange i i you're right I'm woke Yeah, no, well, I I guess where I'm coming from is I started uh, my YouTube channel last year and I was going through like how I wanted to brand it. Yeah. And I decided to go with like just my name and that is in contrast to what the actual username of the YouTube channel is, which is the name of a RuneScape account that I made it for because I made that YouTube, I made that YouTube account. Like, YouTube.com slash Jarvis Johnson. Many moons ago. Many moons ago to post a RuneScape PK video. Oh, very Um, nice. And so my my username there is vsympathyv. uh, Because in RuneScape, I had, like, a V and, like, a space. And then you could see, like, sympathy. Oh, nice, And I thought it was, like, cool. You could have, like, one word, you know, like... Um, and that's the word you
0: chose. And Was that something you were trying to cultivate?
1: Sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I chose that name.
0: <laughs> How do I want people to treat me? I, uh, I mean, empathy, love.
1: I think my other RuneScape usernames are okay. So RuneScape, for those who don't know, is a game that is like World of Warcraft but worse, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a game that I spent many moons playing as a young one, and it is honestly where all of my online like persona like comes from. Like my Magic Jarvis is was my main on RuneScape. I named myself Magic Jarvis because I played Magic the Gathering in my middle school and my name was Jarvis and I didn't know how MMORPGs worked. So I was like, I'm gonna let my friends know that this is the Jarvis that they play Magic with
0: that's like how an algorithm <laughs> would generate your name. It would yeah. look at your Facebook likes and then your first name. Yeah. We're like, oh um uh, 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 cool Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hamilton Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton Jarvis. Yeah.
1: Um, Star Wars Jordan Eleven. Yeah, that's basically yeah. It, that's how an algorithm would generate my name. But yeah, um. So my other Runescape, my other Runescape names were like zero zero baller zero zero. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like
0: basketball?
1: I don't know. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying here, Jordan, is it is not weird for you to
0: have your your normal ass name as your, your gamer tag. Well, let me follow let up. Let your freak flag fly, my man. Thanks, dude. I mean, I like it just fine. Every now and again, I will play. You know, hey, don't get me wrong. I play flawlessly at Overwatch. I've never actually made a mistake or played poorly. But people will often, for some reason, say that I am. I, I don't know if it's maybe like some kind of prank that's going on. I think if they're just jealous, they'll often say like, "Hey, your Reinhardt appears to be rushing in despite no other heroes being around." Oh I, I personally don't think I've done that. But bizarrely, for some reason, people think I do make mistakes on Overwatch, and for that reason, sometimes they will just type Jordan. What the hell are you doing? That kind of stuff. Can they type me your out.
1: full name, Jordan Cope? They, they add my social security number. How do they yeah. get it? My
0: blood type? Now, for a, a modest fee of I think about 10 or 15 bucks, I can change my Blizzard name. So, my Overwatch mm. representation will change. I want the fans. The listeners. Wait, so this was all to figure out what you should change your Overwatch name to? Are you implying that I'm leveraging our fan base exclusively for my own personal gain?
1: But not even your own personal gain in like a grandiose sense, but really in a very narrow... (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. It's very petty. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, I would love for people to tweet directly at either the sad boys account or me personally i would prefer me personally so i see them more uh, at jordan adika if you could believe it single word um reach out to me and tell me what you think my new steam and blizzard name should be my vote is for emotional pervert just oh that's so good though yeah okay People follow up with alternative it, suggestions. Alternatively, I will go with that
1: because because with uh, with Blizzard uh, names, you just have like a random number at the end, mm-hmm. and so you yeah. you get your display you name whatever, whatever you, you want. want. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's, that's why on Steam I'm Jimmy Piss. <laughs> that is one hundred percent the case. No further questions. <laughs> How was my week? <laughs> <laughs> what was
1: that? We got a little off track, but Jordan, your your week other than the Overwatch thing, other than the
0: uh, online screen name really thing, really hard to imagine anything but that. But <laughs> yeah, um, my week my week was good. As I mentioned, I am at Max Drowsy Boy right now. Yeah, um, and I was thinking about it today because it's been maybe. Three, four days since I, my energy just went straight through the floor. My Ooh. blood sugar feels like it's ultra low. Oh, damn. I'm not sleeping great, but that's not necessarily correlated. I, I generally don't sleep super well. But it, I've been thinking about it a lot today as I was walking around feeling kind of drained. And I think I know why. Oh. And it's something that I wanted to share with the audience. Because it's the kind of thing that I want to be witnessed. It feels like an interesting insight into myself. And this is a nice place to share that. And Right, right. Jarvis. So um, I very recently uh, hit a goal at work that, without going into too much detail, um, is, is very positive. It, it means a lot of good things for my, my placement in the company. Thank you. I'll take that fist bump. Pop that in my pocket. Save it for later. What?
1: I need my fist back. <laughs> my fist is gone. You jerk.
0: <laughs> I can't grip. <laughs> uh, but like... Uh, by the way, if it ever feels like I'm being weirdly clandestine with my work, this is to the fans. I want to tell you everything. I want to share all things with you all the time, and it jazzes me up when you share things with me. A lot of my work involves third parties, and for that reason, I can't always share names and specifics. Yeah, sim- but, similar stuff with, with my work. Exactly. It's just like, can't talk. We have a, a very public-facing company, and as a result, occasionally, there will be things that we can't really divulge, but we can reference our emotional states that were mm-hmm. the result mm-hmm. of those things. And, um, because
1: then it's just like everybody's experience
0: yeah, you know yeah precisely what I mean? And I personally have a lot of hang-ups around the idea that my job performance and comfort at my job is mm. directly correlated to my safety because, uh, yeah. obviously, immigration. Now, a lot of it's irrational. I'm just obsessed with the idea that I always have to be doing as good as possible or else I'm immediately going to get fired and I lose my life I, I'm fully aware with those types <laughs> of fears. Even, yeah.
1: <laughs> despite the fact that mine don't even end with me leaving the country, they just <laughs> uh, involve me staying in the same country and being a failure. <laughs> they
0: result in social exile. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, I live in a glass box where everyone can point and laugh. Uh, uh, about how I have have failed to live up to no one's expectations from me. Yeah,
0: you in 2025 is actually an unaired episode of Black Mirror.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
0: true. Uh, but I, because that's such a fear for me, I will often tie a lot of self worth to my my work performance. And until very recently, I had not realized how ham I was going. Right. I have been obsessed with work for the best part of about six months. Yes. Like really aggressive, basically the entire life cycle of sad boys. Almost. Right. Right. And this last uh, in the last week, I hit a an OKR, a thing we have at a lot of companies. Yeah. That for me personally, it, it was a personal an objective metric,
1: key results objective or in key results.
0: Oklahoma. Key role play. (laughs) Nose is bleeding. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But for me personally, it it represented that I had met this personal goal that I'd set for myself. And hitting that goal for me, some part of me went, Great, now I can die. (laughs) And everything just. Fell apart. I am so tired. I am so dumb, <laughs> I am so dysfunctional. Like I, I, socially, I don't pop. I am not like uh, the Jordan I'm used to. And I think it's because my my energy is crashing, and eventually will begin to rise again. But I'm I'm getting so that a phoenix of, from the ashes. Exactly. I'm pre-rise at the moment. Yeah.
1: Right now you're crashing on HBO with Be Holmes.
0: <laughs> yeah. and soon you'll soon will enough be, I will be uh, the
1: Order of the Phoenix. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's very good. <laughs> I wish I could play with you, but I'm so sleepy <laughs> <laughs> for
1: for one, I'm proud of you uh for two, I think this like this rest is gonna be good for you, and then you're going to you're gonna emerge with a with a newfound energy and hopefully a newfound perspective. Um, and you know, we've talked about this. We just got back from 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 our birthday trip a couple weeks ago, and I think one yeah. big piece of that was was talking a lot about this kind of stuff. Um, and I don't want to put any words in your mouth regarding it, but oh, oh, what the? You just put a bunch of words in my mouth. Sorry, I just have the Scrabble set here. <laughs>
0: yeah, the source from earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ouch. I'm
1: just big of words. <laughs>
0: Uh, I will say, like, if you are interested in seeing a little bit more detail about our special birthday trip, you can head over to Jarvis's channel. That's Bezier right. Bezier Bezier. <laughs> uh, to see the latest yeah. vlog.
1: Yeah, you can go to... Uh you can go to youtube.com slash Jarvis Johnson. But if you're feeling Randy, you can go to youtube.com slash user slash vsympathyv.
0: You're in a spicy mood.
1: Yeah, I'm looking to change that soon, actually. No, I figured out a way out. Change how. to
0: Jordan Adika. Yeah. Mm. That's going to be free very soon. <laughs>
1: I'll let Jordan cope.
0: <laughs> emotional pervert's going to be off the menu, though.
1: Yeah, emotional pervert's off the menu. Uh,
0: but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm feeling good, but I feel as though I don't have enough in my emotional reservoir. To feel as good as I want to. Does yeah, that make you're, sense? Gonna,
1: you're gonna get that back. But I totally, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. I've been in that position before. It's like uh, when you lay it out on the field, and you're like, essentially, like. Panting on the like your team just won the game. Yeah, and you're just like on you're on the green and you're like
0: Just like sweating and panting and like trying to take it all in that's the funny thing about catharsis, right? Like y- you set yourself up to expect that it comes with the completion of X goal Yeah, but for me, maybe this is the same for you yeah. I most often feel it three to four days after or at moments where I feel really comfortable Like if I'm, I'm ru- I just turned on the shower and I'm about to get in and I see my reflection Dude, I, like, I thought of that exact Yah! same scenario <laughs> <laughs> holy fucking we're shit we're fusing god damn it. <laughs> it, it it there's something about that like the shower is exciting and i'm I'm ready to get in there but i'm also looking at myself and i'm going you just you nailed it you yeah, got this yeah. one kid yeah. you done knocked it out the park this time and I, yeah that that in a couple days i'm sure i'll feel the impact but
1: absolutely and i'll be here to remind you that you did so um but mm. i yeah, no, dude, like, that that feeling, I, I I, have so much internal dialogue whenever I'm walking to the shower, I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, you
0: devilish man. You're figuring it out one step at a time. You,
1: you're doing fine. You and fine it, young gentleman. I actually have this habit of, when I'm in the shower, I listen to, like, kind of inspirational rap music, it's like, it's not, like, genre is inspirational rap music, but it's, like, a playlist of songs that I've selected from <laughs> artists nice. that I like that are particularly inspiring to me. And, and presumably
0: because you chose them, you're so into the lyricism that you're just like bumping along. Oh my God. Yeah. I am just,
1: I just, I have my, um, I have my waterproof Bluetooth speaker that's Very like nice. hanging from one of my shower curtain clips in my shower and I'm just like jamming out to the music
0: and it's just a good time. Um, and then I leave that feeling like heck yeah, I feel like a million bucks, you know? Speaking of feeling, how the hell was your week, my dude? My friend Jarvis, my oh, best friend Jarvis. Oh, it has been. It has been a rough time. Oh boy. Um just it's
1: just been a busy time, you know? And and I think I'm in one of the situations where I have these priorities in my life and, you know, work is a big part of that, and sometimes things come up that take precedence over Other things that you'd rather be doing. I've had a lot of travel recently, and that has complicated my schedule. So we got back. We went to LA. We went to Dallas. I got back to SF. I was in SF for like a couple days, then I went to Cleveland for a week. And then I uh, got back from Cleveland on like a Monday morning which is a work day and then i went into work and then i just <laughs> for
0: those con- of you that don't know
1: <laughs> and then i just continued like going right and i, yeah. I, I didn't have the the presence of mind or, or the time or the situation like these things are very personal and like there's like always all these variables with it and it's just like the way things shook down is that i just like haven't had my weekend you haven't had your
0: rejuvenative space yeah 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 and we, we, i mean we've talked about this a million times but my my good friend jarvis you live ham you don't just go ham. You live within the orbital sphere of ham. Right. You, my friend, are a pig. <laughs> <I'm not> a- <laughs> you, my friend, do go very much ham. You dive in. You you pursue a lot of projects and a lot of proficiencies. And as a result, you require that recharge time more than yes. most. Yes, yeah. And while I... Totally empathize with that. It's very easy to lose track, especially when you're on the road. Absolutely, when yeah. When you don't have maybe the tools you need to yeah. do your recharge. Maybe you like a particular shower temperature that you just can't find oh, in a hotel. Sure. Or like for some reason you're like Netflix VPN just isn't working. Absolutely, or it, it, like yeah. That kind of stuff can really set you up for failure. Yeah. And it's been what? You, is this your, the weekend we're currently in is the first you've been in? No stuff, no road, no move. Correct. Yeah.
1: Which is why, you know, video's been late, like podcast schedule's been off. It's just been like a tough time, you know? And I feel really lucky that I can like commit myself to my work in that way because I really do love to work and not just like on my job stuff. I love, I love to put in the work on the things I'm really passionate about. And I'm so lucky that, that my work is. Within the things that I'm, I'm really passionate about. But yeah. as such, like you were saying, when there are just so many things that are, are you know, in the air, so many things to, to to work on, it can be it can be easy to lose sight of of you know, taking care of of oneself. So my room got messy, and you know, all of the normal, you know, like we've talked uh, in a previous Saturday's episode about cleaning house. Like this is definitely one of those like cleaning house moments. Sure. And I also feel really fortunate that. Spending this time right here is rejuvenative to me. Like,
0: I, I, this is something that I look forward to. This is a time that I enjoy. Yeah. And we were uh, actually talking about that the other day and like, so much has changed about Sad Boys in my personal and emotional ecosystem, but also as an external product. Like the way that people interact with Sad Boys has changed a lot lately. We get a lot more engagement than we used to, and right. a lot more listeners and a lot more messages, and that excites me so much. But the thing that Sad Boys was always intended to be was our private therapy session that we share with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our
1: public private therapy <laughs> our session. Public
0: private therapy session. And l- lately. Sad Boys has been an anchor for me. Yeah, I, I think we could both say the same. In fact, when we were on the road, uh, on the road, <laughs> we were touring, <laughs> we were just traveling at all. <laughs> and I think by traveling, it's it's uh, you're you're traveling
1: by the nature of your job, and I'm following you like a I had to take my
0: Son with me, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like while we were out, uh, specifically when we were in LA, um, we took the recording equipment with us because it's fairly lightweight, and we recorded an episode with Lauren, one of my all-time favorites. I love spending time with Lauren again. Lauren's the best. If you're not just consuming everything that Lauren does, what are you doing? What are you doing? When next time you're sitting down and you're rewatching an episode of Gordon Ramsay's yeah. Kitchen Nightmares, All right. theoretically. <laughs> Alright. Jerry. 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 Now,
1: stop what you're doing. I know you're you're browsing the internet right now. Mm-hmm. I want you to go over to twitter.com slash Lauren Shippen, hit that follow button, and just enjoy the rest of your life because your life's better now.
0: Yeah. And yeah. He just opened it, and it's going really slow. Close some tabs, Jerry. Jerry. You have Jerry, like 11 tabs. Are you not using any of them. You're
1: not... You've had the tab on the left open for the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah,
0: look, bud. If you haven't read that Medium article by now, you're not going to. Yeah. Uh, th- get over to uh, Lauren Shippen. S-H-I-P-P-E-N. Yeah. Everything he makes is amazing. Everything particularly he makes the right is sessions, which is it, it, taking some strides right now. Goodness gracious, get in there. Catch up before everything pops off. There's yeah. not much time. Um, but... Yeah, but we uh, this this has been an anchor for me, uh, and it was when we were traveling as well. When we were with Lauren and we got to sit down and pop out those microphones, it was like I was back in my apartment. Yeah. Just like, oh, Christ, yeah,
1: this is who I am. Which is why we recorded for two hours by accident. (laughs) Yeah. Lauren was, like, late to her thing. (laughs)
0: She was so kind to us. We were, like, an
1: hour over our normal record time. None of us realized, right? back Shout out to Lauren. And that's like I, I said a thing during that episode, which I would like to repeat on this episode of the show, which is like, I don't believe in this like time of our lives concept. I don't I don't I don't believe that that one day I'm going to look back and go, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was those were the times. No, this right here is and continues to be the time of our lives, and I want to appreciate that moment as it's happening.
0: You're literally always experiencing the time of your life. Yeah. Because you're experiencing it. <laughs> and
1: that's how time works.
0: <laughs> and you're alive. Congrats. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into this imminently, but... Uh, adulthood and life in general, being present is a little bit of a cliche, right? Like people talk about the idea of feeling what you're feeling as you feel it to make yeah. sure that you are at no moment losing track of the person you are and you're appreciating appreciating everything that you have. Right. But if you are one of those people that's ultra-present and has got all their shit together, make sure that you're spending a little bit of anchor time. Yeah. Make sure that you're jarvising and finding – I don't know. Do you meditate Jarvis? You a I or don't, person? Um. but it's not for – any reason
1: other than I've got like a laundry list of things I want to improve about myself yeah. and work on. And it's uh, just not happening at this moment. It's like but, right below learn
0: how to do a kickflip.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's like uh, honestly, if I can get to like working out regularly right now, mm-hmm. then like meditating is like next You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because I just, like, I'm fully aware of the mental health benefits of, like, working out. It's just, like, my schedule is so buck wild. And I haven't even had the time. I haven't even had, like, the time to take a step back to, like, evaluate my schedule and, like, start to make changes and
0: stuff. Um, It's You're doing... Let me say this. As an external uh, evaluator. Right. You're doing just fine (laughs) with the stuff in the gravitational pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To pull... Like, you're basically inviting a meteor and if you can't correctly move it into your orbit it's going to destroy the earth right, right. So, yeah, it's fine you've yeah, got satellites and stuff Yeah. For yeah now yeah, no.
1: you know I feel good I I always have Um, stuff that I'm working on and uh, I do get to that stuff it's like sometimes it takes years to get to it but it is like a very fixed it's it doesn't live physically anywhere it lives in my head but I, I there is a place that I want to be and I'm working to get there and Oh, there's a lot of failure along the way. And I I try to embrace that and I try to just like continue to keep my eye on on the prize there. Yeah, Uh, But you know, it's like as, as, as busy and as exhausting and as frustrating as this week has been, I can't help but be like just really happy that I get
0: to live the life that I live, you know? You aren't bored. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, Which maybe, hey, fate worse than death perhaps. Uh, oh my god. Good Jesus. god. What? Oh, my, I'm so embarrassed. You're on the toilet. My bad. Um, uh, sorry. I I, just... I'm in the bathroom. Man. Hey, what's up? It's your boy. Also from the future, just like the last guy. What? You're not... You look just like him. Mm-hmm. No, that was my granddad, who was, I believe, your great-grandson, though the chronology's hard <sighs> to track. Uh, I've come back this time... To tell you that... Wait,
1: before you... No, before you even say it, last time, the guy... Is he... Like, did he die? Hmm? Is he gone? Oh, are we... Are any of us ever really gone? Okay, well, last time, he he came here just to tell me to open up DMs, and I'd already opened up DMs, like, a month prior to that.
0: That was a miscalculation, I'll yeah. be honest. That was... Our so, bad, so the institute, the people that sent me back in time to come warn you of right. the thing I'm about to warn you of, yeah. um, they sent him back and they were like, "Okay, hey, we've <laughs> we miscalculated. We originally thought you hadn't right. opened Twitter DMs. So we sent somebody back to get you okay. to open Twitter DMs. Turns so out like, you
1: had. So you're here to tell me something. I just, I, I just really hope.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, not Twitter DMs this time. Okay, okay, <laughs> <agree>. <laughs> but but Can I, you I imagine? Just,
1: yeah, no, I, yeah, <laughs> that would
0: be so embarrassing. Right. So what, what's what's up? Yeah. So. This time, thankfully, uh, we had this little thought. Sorry, I, was, I, just, I just finished oh, up. Oh god. Yeah, uh, can I leave? Is it, uh, Let's just you, walk out you, here. You, you, oh yeah, okay. Okay. Here's my idea. Let's kick off. Uh, do you know Squarespace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can use a, a coupon code to get it in there. Uh-huh. Um, Squarespace is this website, right? Okay. And you can use it to make a website. I think, I, I know you're going here. We should make, stay with me, uh-huh. a sad boy's website. So, and then that way ah. we can have like a contact form and like information about the show and stuff. I have I have bad news. You made the Twitter No, I know you made the Twitter DMs, but Did you, this okay. is new information no, to you. No, but like <clears throat> uh please
1: tell me that like in the past I I don't know few years Mm-hmm. the the technology for traveling back in time isn't as is taxing. Like, oh, how gonna- it used
0: to murder millions of people to do and also I would dissolve at the end? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. This time, it only murders, I don't know, 450,000 closely. Oh god, no. And I, I do dissolve, but it's slower so I can communicate during it and it's much more painful. <sighs> well, I,
1: I, I don't know if I should tell you this now or later, but uh, we've already made a website. We already have sadboyspod.com. Um... This is rough. I
0: I'll be I, honest with you. I, I, I'm really sorry. Oh, oh god, and all the scientists said it would happen too. This is so bad. I, is there any way
1: for you to communicate back so that future generations like don't have this problem?
0: I mean, yeah, at best we can maybe reduce it to two hundred thousand dead, but that people are gonna keep coming back and people are gonna keep dying. There's really very little we can do. Um Okay, well the dissol- you see my feet? The dissolving's oh, starting. No, I well it was Ow! It's okay. nice
1: to know that my bloodline carries on this long.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess not much longer. No follow-up questions, but it, it, it some stuff happens. Let me tell you that much. Um, but uh, okay. Ow! Ooh, you're trying. Feet are getting hot. Uh, uh, there go my knees. All right. It doesn't take a while. I see. So okay. do you want to? I know this is like an ad break. Do you want to just get back to the show? Because otherwise, oh,
1: okay. Should we check back in with you? Like before the end of the show then
0: yeah that sounds great I'm sinking very gradually into your bathroom floor so oh no what anyway back to the show
1: all right so today we are talking about adulthood da, 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 da. oh my wow rainbow yeah it's weird when you we both that. yeah it strange that was amazing
0: um, what a great topic idea Jarvis where the hell did it come from
1: where did it come from well it came from one of our wonderful listeners by the name of Vanessa Chin she hit us up on Twitter and said, Maybe one about adulthood, like how when we're little we want to grow up already, then all of a sudden we become adults and it's like, just kidding, can we go back?
0: <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'll pay any amount of money. Please send me back.
1: So first I just want to thank Vanessa Chen, at nessachen 21,
0: which that's a that's a dope Twitter handle. Do you think she's 21 years old or she was born in 1921? I think she might be 21 at
1: this moment, but there's no way that, like how long has her Twitter account been around? <laughs> it
0: surely is impossible.
1: <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. That
0: means he jumped onto Twitter when she was like 11 okay, years okay, old. Okay, okay,
1: No, she joined. She joined in March 2014.
0: On nice Twitter. try, Vanessa.
1: Okay. Well, thanks, um, thanks, Vanessa, for uh, for submitting this episode idea. And if you have any episode ideas that we should do, please hit us up at the normal places. At SadboysPot on Twitter, sadboyspod.com and sadboyspot at gmail.com. Normally we spend a really long time talking about <laughs> how to reach us. So I just wanted to like that, yeah. Um, uh,
0: and let us not forget, if you do look into America and say Justin three times, one of us will appear. I hope you're not disappointed. But it's not
1: clear which.
0: <laughs> to this day, we're not sure.
1: So Jordan, I, I, I let's first start with with Vanessa's sentiment. Like when you were a kid. Did you feel this um, desire to to grow up already? Did you feel
0: frustration with your like power position as a uh, as a child? Absolutely, yeah. I was obsessed with the idea of being an adult, and consistent sad boys listener and fan Joy Cope, my mother will mm. attest to that. Like I, the idea of having full agency is something I feel like not only did I chase as a child, but it's something I chase today. Like that sensation of, I am the master of my own destiny. Everything that I do contributes to whether or not I am happy. Yeah. And as a child, I always felt like, well, I kind of want to find out if I eat 25 bars of chocolate, do I get sick? Well, (laughs) my mum's never going to let me do that because that's insane. Yeah. But I want to test my barriers. I want to establish my, my, my expectations. Which is a crazy thing to do as a child. Yeah. But uh, as I've gotten older, I've I've found more and more of that. My curiosity is often, like, sated by really messing shit up, by really trying something. Like, I'm just going to work over the weekend for three months. (laughs) I'm going to see what happens if I work every single weekend for three months and see how far it uh, progresses my career and how comfortable I feel. Huh. Turns out not great. And then I do another month where I'm like, well, I'm just going to work out every single day. And like that kind of experimentation and that exploration of of the self is something you just don't get as a kid. You don't have like the means. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was my obsession when I was growing up. I was like, I I, want to know what I am. You felt frustrated that
1: you couldn't learn more about yourself and experiment more because your life was like on so many
0: rails. I am at my heart, Jarvis. And I know you're going to be shocked by this. At your heart, you're you're Jarvis. At my heart. Jarvis, (laughs) Jarvis, <laughs> uh, I know you're going to be shocked by this, but I'm something of a control freak, Jarvis. Oh. Not necessarily with other people, but with myself. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. to know that I'm responsible you like to be in for, control. for all my decisions and all the impacts of those decisions. And I, yeah. When I was a kid, you just don't get that. Mulaney has that great bit about how, it's just an aside, but I, I forget what the bit is. He's referencing the fact that he's a child and he just goes, I don't have any cash. Yeah. And that, that resonates with me so much because, like, oh, I know. Because is, is that the, the bit choices. when he's
1: hungry? And his dad is like
0: Oh, the McDonald's like, like
1: walking him around And he's Oh wait, I'm thinking of Pete Holmes <laughs> I'm thinking of a Pete Holmes bit about being
0: a kid uh, John Mulaney, Pete Holmes, great comedian Let's just say that clearly being a kid is enough of a struggle to be referenced in multiple comedy specials <laughs> Who knew? That has to be mean something Yeah How about you, young Jarvis? Did you ever feel that, that craving for agency? That craving for adulthood?
1: Yeah, who's that? You. <laughs> this is This se- is yeah, wow.
0: I am sexy, Jordan. Oh no, please. Hello there. <laughs> what do you think of my salsa dance? Uh, Adika Banderas. <laughs> I don't drop it for the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, um
1: I definitely I think I I oscillated between like having lots of agency because um you know parents would be at work or something like that and I could kind of do whatever I wanted while I was home. True. Sure. and feeling like I had no control whatsoever. Um so I certainly I certainly wanted for independence, you know? And I just remember I used to lie only because it would grant me more independence. I like, I like I would tell, I would tell lies because I, I was confident in my decisions, but I knew that they wouldn't fly. If I told the truth, give me, give me an example of that. Yeah. 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 So an example, an example is that I used to play a lot of runescape as we've mentioned earlier. You've never brought this up. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Yeah, I used to play a lot of video games and do a lot of things that weren't, like, uh, directly related to my studies in the computer room of my aunt's apartment. So I would, like, visit my aunt. I would, like, sequester myself into her, like, little study. And it was a closed room, so people would have to, like, open the door to talk to me. And by that time, I could, like...
0: What a time to be alive that many of our listeners probably weren't alive for. Yeah. Hey... (laughs) You know the room that's just a computer? <laughs> yeah, wait, You I, go in there to do computer, <laughs> Yeah, and you leave, and you can't be notified.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that... Yeah, wow. So, uh, I remember um, I was always, like, the person who was the computer-savvy one. Sure. Uh, and so, because I was the kid, I was, like, the young one who was just, like, poking around with things
0: and... Uh, it'll work. You got literacy at a very young age. Yeah, so we'll yeah, just yeah. bring him in to troubleshoot.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I, I, I set up this computer for my aunt. And so I think everybody just like was like, nah, eh, he's a kid. He just likes to be on the computer all the time. Um and because I was on the computer all the time I was just like on the internet I was playing RuneScape I was like in Photoshop I was like on forums I was just doing everything an internet browser would do except <laughs> <laughs> that was me identifying as an internet browser
0: I was also painted chrome
1: <laughs> I, I was a Google Chrome myself I was an internet explorer I would explore the internet I uh and so um, but the thing was my junior year of high school was when I was supposed to be like looking at colleges trying to decide where to go to college and my aunt like had this very different view of how much research i needed to do for college uh compared to me i felt like i did like a little bit of research i did i did enough research i figured out where i was applying i was applying to like these
0: five schools like the graft comes in when you join the college not pre
1: yeah i mean like there's this I, i i just like i'm a big believer in like diminishing returns and like how much investment you can make in like these this research and so uh my aunt was expecting me for like a whole summer to be researching colleges or something i was like doing some stuff during the day but like in a lot of my free time on the computer she was like you researching colleges and i was like look i i think i'm gonna be fine i'm just gonna play runescape
0: <laughs> if i walked in on my son on his laptop, and he was researching colleges, I would put him in a locker.
1: Yeah. I'd be like, no. dork! Nerd! Play some games! Every time my aunt would walk into the computer room, I would, like, tab over to, like, collegeboard.edu nice. <laughs> and I'd be Seamless. like, oh, wow! Wow, Carnegie Mellon University looks interesting. I'm... I'm thinking about applying, but I don't quite know yet, so it's going to take another few weeks.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need to sit and stare at their, their landing page for a series gonna, of additional I'm days. I'm going to need to look
1: at this, uh, this, this photograph of a, uh, of a
0: diverse group of friends. <laughs> they really seem to be having fun, but are they having as much fun as these other kids on a different landing page? Yeah,
1: University of California in Los Angeles. Interesting. These kids look happy. Huh? Who knows? That's a nice
0: button-up. That might gonna change t- my mind. It's going
1: to take me a solid three weeks to compare
0: um (laughs) and if it sounds like there's like a lot of clicking and me shouting yeah (laughs) i swear to god that's just the university page
1: (laughs) so yeah that was that was like an instance of of me feeling like confident in my own decisions and the only way for me to claim back agency was by by lying so it'd be like oh did you did you research colleges and i was like yeah yeah totally um another example is like um studying for for tests and stuff, I I would study to the degree that I thought was appropriate, and my, like, parents would think that there was, like, a different amount that I needed to study. But based on no information... Sure. Like, it would just be like, you're not studying enough for this thing. It's like, what do you know? I know the material.
0: But do you think that... Regardless of how much you did, the fact that your parents had not been to university was like indicative of how much pressure they were going to put on. Like, no matter what Jarvis does, we're going to add 10%. Yes. Because we care so much about him and his future. This is what parents do.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this much on the show, but like, um, my aunt raised me for a significant portion of my like upbringing, at least from like adolescence to, to college. And I, um, in my immediate family was the first to go to college so there was a lack of a point of reference there um, and i know that this was like coming from a like a loving point but this was for me as like a 16 year old the 17 year old who was like being rebellious it was a way to claim back some of my agency
0: sure um, especially since it implicitly suggests that actually, no, I've got my shit together. I'm a cool teen and I can handle it by myself. I don't need to research. And yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like it's it's I've been wrong in some instances. I've been right in others. But like I trusted myself at that point because I knew that I wanted to be successful and I knew that like I couldn't piddle away like my uh, opportunities. So sure. so I was getting good grades. You know, it's like I was doing the right stuff, but it uh, the requirements that were put on me by my aunt felt very superficial so I, like, disregarded them. Definitely
0: identify with with wanting to, to to be an adult. Damn, Vanessa, you just gave us, like, a clean 20 minutes of content. You're out of control. With one sentence. Yeah. So I have a big question for you, Jarvis, my friend. Okay. How would you, in a succinct wee sentence, describe being an adult? Like, okay, so as I stand today, as an adult. Uh, Correct, yes. Um, How would I describe being an adult? What distinguishes being an adult from being a child to you as somebody that I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is doing adult right now? Yes, that's true. Um, I think,
1: yeah, being an adult versus being a child, largely, to me, is just the lack of oversight.
0: Interesting. Like, just having oversight is the distinction.
1: I think it's responsibility. So it's like, uh, where does the buck stop? Like, your actions as a child the buck stops at your parents and then and then like as you as you get older you become more and more responsible for your own actions and similarly responsible for your own well-being um and so i guess that's that's like how i define
0: um how i define adulthood interesting are there any like particular traits or skills or i don't know schemas that you associate with adulthood that Every adult develops. It's 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 what defines them as an adult. Because the alternative, which I personally align with, kind of is an adult is just a child that turned eighteen. Well, so
1: I also believe that. Uh, I don't want to get it twisted. Uh, I just think that like becoming eighteen also has this other like thing where like legally you are independent. Um, Sure. But I don't think it's any different. I think if you take a if you take an 18-year-old and, like, just they do all the same things and they live in their parents' house, it's like they're legally an adult, but, like, the actions and the responsibilities are, like, not, like, yeah. in line with that. So I think I, I I have two definitions. I think I have the the legal definition of adulthood and then, like, my own personal definition, which is about, is about independence.
0: And with those in mind, what would you say is, like, the number one thing that you expected from adulthood that you didn't get— and the thing you didn't expect that you did hmm. feels like a double partner. Might be the thing that I did expect but didn't get is the answers.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I Sorry. think that
0: every single listener of Sad Boys just fell to the ground. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> no, like, I, I oh think, god! Yes. I think.
1: I think a big part of uh, of of adulthood is like starting to see the matrix of of all of the adults are just big kids operating
0: without the answers, yeah. operating to the best of their ability. And and then suddenly realizing like, wait, but there's nobody to guide us. Surely there's one adult, one yeah. super adult to guide us through this difficult time. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's like, <laughs> it,
1: yeah, if you think about it, <laughs> everybody uh, is kind of let out of the nest at like the same time. So everyone has the same like... <clears throat> ramp up to to adulthood on average doesn't continue to get
0: like additional context and and learning so um there's this weird analogy i always use let me know if this aligns with you at all because it's really weird but i always imagined um adulthood as like a nascar track people are just just riding around in a in a cycle forever until they die and your entire childhood you're in the audience and people are like all right soon enough you'll be one of those drivers and you're like okay cool so I need to learn how to drive and I gotta get myself a helmet and I gotta make sure I don't crash or anything like all of the necessary education and then you're sent out there and they went okay and here's your car and it's just like a skateboard yeah and it's like oh, you didn't you didn't get me a fuck what do i do and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. you just have to go i'm sorry and you're like skating with your foot yeah, yeah, down yeah. the nascar track dodging other cars crashing and you're right. like a hundred million other skateboarders <laughs> as lost as you are you're like oh my god what yeah. nobody told me that this was a nightmare
1: yeah i think um the hundred skaters as lost as you are is like what college is like <laughs> yeah um and, and did,
0: they're all pointing to one another like did you get a car yeah
1: yeah um i think there there's a lot of differences with regard to what role your 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 parents and stuff and your you know general mentors and things play in your life beyond eighteen. Sure. Um, like for me, I was actually just independent from like eighteen on and. Uh, kind of just had to figure out everything for myself. Um and that was a something I was comfortable with and prepared for, but it comes with its challenges, you know? Like not feeling like you have a safety net. Sure. You um, get to
0: dive straight into agency, but if you aren't agent enough, game over.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I want to add an additional component to your question. Uh so your next question is what is something that I didn't expect? but did get from from adulthood. And then I'm going to add something to that, which is just like my bottom line about adulthood, because I think (laughs) it isn't reflected in my answers. Um, But the thing that I didn't expect, but did get is an appreciation for childhood. Interesting. Um, I think that when I had the perspective of not being cared for, uh, like as an adult, I began to realize like how simple life was um like back back then because there are just so many open ended questions and it can be easy to feel the weight of adulthood because there's no objectivity to to things
0: sure and uh you'll put on that NASCAR track and they're just like I don't even know which way to drive exactly
1: and when you're when you're a kid like there's just so much simplicity to it because you're insulated from those questions by your caretakers, often your parents, right? Sure. Um, and so, so that, so that's that. But I think that like leaves a negative tone. And and I, my bottom line, the reason that I added this third piece is that adulthood for me has been amazing. Like there have been challenges, sure, and there have been times when I wonder, like, you know, I wish I could just go back to this time. And I will always be able to like look back at my time as a as a kid, um, with with fond memories. But at the same time, there's just so much available to you as an adult. You have so much control and there's just so much opportunity to carve out your your best life and grow in the way that you want to grow. And I don't know, it's just like, I think it's worth, I think it's worth the pain for me. Like I would never choose to go back to being a kid. Oh, most
0: definitely. I mean, there's something, I don't even know what the word would be, but there's something comforting almost about the fact that when you fail, you fail. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In, in the times, we were talking earlier about like how when I've fucked up and when I've succeeded, I've known that that's what I'm capable of. Right, like I, we have a bodega. Uh, Some people who live in the tech scene will know what this is, but it's a little um, vending machine, effectively. But they put things like Apple headphones in them and toilet roll, and also like snacks and sweets. You call those bodegas? They're called bodegas, like the brand.
1: Oh, it's it's like a start. It's like a startup.
0: It's a startup. Yeah, 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 taken obviously from the name of a traditional bodega. Yeah, and they they have a lot of Silicon Valley. Uh, They have them in a lot of uh, startup buildings uh, or a lot of um, apartment buildings in the startup environment. And we just got one recently. And while I was there, for some reason, because I'd never had them, I bought myself a package of Sour Patch Kids. Right. I was like, fuck it. I'm a 24-year-old kid. I can get a little crazy. My metabolism can handle it. Right. That was three weeks ago. I still feel like garbage. The Sour Patch Kid is a chemical weapon designed by the enemies of America to destroy people one individual at a time. Yeah. The Sour Patch Kid makes me resent the sun. Like, when it comes up on, like, another day, another day that I could eat Sour Patch Kids, the Sour Patch Kids is the worst thing in the world. First time I've ever had it. God damn. Yeah. And because I got that experience and because I got to learn, okay, Jordan Cope just doesn't eat Sour Patch Kids. That's easy. I would never have learned that as a child. Like right. the child, my mom would have gone, "Just don't eat that. It looks like a baby, and it's made." And you're of
1: like, "What? Now pain. I want it more. Oh,
0: please give me the experience." Like, but now what I love about being an adult is you get to set your own boundaries and fail and learn from those failures.
1: Absolutely. Like, like so. First, to the point of like when you fail, you fail. Uh, that sounds like really crappy, but then you you realize that by this point in your life, you have so much perspective that hopefully each individual failure isn't like world altering. Um but you know that 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 also comes comes with time. And uh I totally agree about the Sour Patch Kids thing. Like I routinely will like order pizza or like eat candy. <laughs> like, it's like you've never done it before. <laughs> yeah like no one can stop me. I am just a big child. Uh and now my like now I have disposable income and the means to. There's something very strange about the ability to just get all of the things that you want
0: for yourself. It shouldn't be legal for an individual to have both some money and the Uber Eats app. They yeah, should yeah, be yeah. like mutually exclusive.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's just like I, uh, like when I moved into my apartment a few years ago, it's like four years ago at this point. I, I was like, should we get, like, a game console? And I was like, I'll just buy a PS4. I can do that? <laughs> I just will. <laughs> the agency you have as an adult is a double-edged sword. Like, I can buy uh, all the Sour Patch Kids I want, or all the Legos I want, or all the PlayStation 4s I want, uh, but maybe I put all that on a credit card, and now, whoopsie-daisy, uh, my credit score is tanked, uh, and... <laughs> And I and I don't have the money to pay this bill. And a or,
0: super soaker just arrived that I'm really jazzed about, <laughs> but it was probably not a good move. Yeah,
1: or or it was just a bad financial decision. Like, <laughs> you, there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of variables, and you're you're for the first time having to balance your your desires with yourself. Yeah. Like, there's no um, there's no judge uh, to
0: validate. Your your wants and needs You have yeah. to do that for yourself There's no clear right to Exactly There's like no ethical truth is as, as an adult Not that there should be Necessarily as a child Like you should encourage your children I'm fucking saying I don't have any kids <laughs> You raise your children how you want Don't do this 24 year old piece of shit But theoretically You shouldn't necessarily place Clean ethical boundaries you let, let them explore Figure out how things operate Let them eat a little too much ice cream Let them get sick That kind of thing Right but when you're a kid, the worst case scenario is that you stay home from school for a day. It's like, yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What, what's going to go wrong? Oh, I ate too much sweets and oh, I can't, Oh, I don't have to go well, to work.
1: It's just if you think about like what you have to consider um, when you're an adult, a, a kid is just like an easy mode version of that. It's like, yeah. all right, uh, you know, what's what's hard mode like? Well- uh, you have to think about your actions, the consequences of your actions. <laughs> you have to support yourself and you have to think about the long
0: term. I like the hard mode phrasing because that is what adulthood is. You know what it I mean? Is, yeah. It is switching up to extreme.
1: Yeah, you're like, well, but I learned how to... <sighs> well, then it's a, harder? yeah. And so it's like to that end, it's like, what's what's easy mode? It's like, well, um, most of that you don't have to care about. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is, uh, is just listen to the, the things that you're told and do those things. Yeah,
0: um, I, I constantly think of uh, Joy Cope, major fan of the show. Have already referenced her this episode. My favorite human on the planet, my my sweet sweet mother. What a what a treat! Joy She's Cope. a sweet treat. She will be moving to the country quite soon, and she will be on the podcast. So Why can I get wait? get hyped for that? I can't um, wait. I've made her sign a contract that doesn't say too many things embarrassing about me. Uh, but like she did a fantastic job of prepping me for college. She like conditioned me to understand how to do laundry and cook basic things, you know, just so I could survive and the like, <laughs> you know how it is to be alive. <laughs> just like the point that you, you get to 18 and it's like, uh, mom, can you teach me how to survive? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd like to not die. <laughs> do you know how? Uh, but the thing that struck me as like the most adult and least accessible was exploring does that make sense like mm. i know how to use the laundry machine that's in my building and i know how much it costs and i know what heats to set it to and then the rest of the world goes but what if you theoretically move to san francisco and then you move here like i oh yeah yeah did you do you know how pounds work and then the world doesn't know and then you're like right what's a sour patch kid and they're like i don't know and it, yeah it just
1: that's gets that's the thing that you like have the opportunity to grow at as you become an adult, but there is like, all right, there's no safety net here. You have to get the answers from somewhere else. Like, I guess some people can get it from their parents, but I, I, the, the entire concept of adulthood is, is based on gathering this independence, like slowly, but surely uh, fostering, fostering an independent life for yourself. Jordan, I want to ask of you your questions for me. What are things about adulthood that that you
0: didn't expect but did happen and vice versa? Oh, boy. Um, So the number one thing that I expected from adulthood, basically my entire life. I mean, it talks a little bit about how the entire time I was hoping that adulthood would grant me the agency I did not have as a child. The thing that I was expecting was that I didn't like being a kid. I was Mm. convinced my entire life I don't want to be a kid. I want to be an adult. I want to be able to pick stuff up. I want to be able to, like, drive a car. I want to be able to order things online. Just all the basic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to purchase alcohol. Not even drink it. I just want, like, the agency to make my own decisions. For some bizarre reason in the UK, you can have sex at 16. You can drink at 18. And you can order. You can uh, sell scrap metal at seventeen. <laughs> it's like a strangely specific thing that a bunch of people think is a milestone in the UK. Wait, does that like so
1: in the states when people turn eighteen? Um, you don't get much when you're eighteen. Uh, but a lot of people will like go buy cigarettes at like a corner. Oh, store. Oh, you can
0: smoke at eighteen?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, people will be like, "Ha ha! I bought cigarettes," and they'll like be like, "But I don't smoke, so I'm just gonna throw these away or whatever." <laughs> but it's like I'm exercising my legal right, or it's like, or it's like they're gonna go vote or whatever. We're right. kids like? just for kicks selling (laughs) scrap (laughs) Scrap metal
0: the number of times i'd wake up in the morning still today and see a bunch of british kids on my car trying to tear away the the titanium
1: they're just like we're 17 (laughs) (laughs) i do what i want
0: uh but yeah that was a that was a common thing in the uk was like okay here are the different ages of validation but i'm convinced that at 18 maybe i'll be wrong maybe i'll miss the idea of being a kid maybe i'll miss the support Hey, the kid loves his mother to pieces. She's his favorite human being on the entire planet. But I love being able to just make mistakes. Right. And it helps me and my mum are very close. Like, when I make mistakes, I message her and she's like, oh, yeah, they really fucked that up. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That was me the whole time. But, like, what I expected subconsciously when I was growing up was that I would reach adulthood that I'd wanted my entire life and it sucks, and it's boring, and it's too hard, and I wish I could just... Yeah, I can buy Lego, but I really wish somebody would cook for me. You know, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not the case. I felt very, very comfortable with adulthood. I guess that was the thing that I did expect that took place. um, Rare, To (laughs) incorrectly answer my own question. (laughs) You you asked it in like a... uh, It's still, to me, like a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true. I drew drew it up on a whiteboard. (laughs) It's a Sudoku. Um, But the thing that I... The thing that I didn't expect that I did get actually kind of reflects yours, and it was that sensation of other people being in the same position. I was convinced that I was like this weird kid that was a kid at heart, but was going to do their best at being an adult. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm a child that can also do laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm a baby that is able to drive a car. Like that was that's the, yeah the way I perceived myself, and then suddenly, especially since I moved to to SF. God, it will be three years in October. Wow. I have met so many people that are like, hey, have you noticed that everyone's a baby? (laughs) Have you noticed that every single person shouldn't be allowed to do all the things they do? Yeah. I know. Why are we allowed to do it? And like, that was, um, for whatever reason, like it was post college that I moved here. So it makes sense. I'm sure it was the same for you domestically. But that sensation of, seriously does nobody know what we should be doing yeah for real not even you and you like point to somebody that's a millionaire like i just i honestly this is pure luck i have no idea what's going on yeah shit do you have any tips yeah like that was the thing that surprised me that sensation of okay so nobody has any idea what's going on any of the time
1: that is like the most freeing part of all this i think into vanessa's like original sentiment I really, I, I think that we have a perspective that hasn't led us to this feeling, but I do want to address it because I think I I, I empathize with it and I, I can kind of understand where it's coming oh, yeah? from, which is like the just kidding, can we go back? Yeah. I think where that comes from is the sheer amount of, like, there's just pressure. There's just a lot of like, stuff to be responsible for there's a lot of things to take care of that shit is overwhelming and uh i think for 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 me that's like manifested itself in like uh, an appreciation of of the past but i've luckily found like a good support group of, of people who are like going through a similar thing to me and like have helped me um i guess stay on top
0: of of what to take care of do you feel because i i feel this all the time and i'm sure many listeners do as well but do you feel that sensation of man nobody else is feeling this right now yeah. everybody else is pretty much cracking it and yeah. it's just me I'm, I'm lagging behind and i'm not being enough of an adult yeah uh, so yeah we both share that right yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you medicate that like what are do you have any practices to rid that imposter syndrome that adult imposter syndrome
1: of of like oh wait i'm an adult i don't even know what i'm doing like everybody that else
0: gets it but not me yeah
1: uh, i think oh my goodness gracious uh reassuring myself that i'm not alone um in that in that feeling like uh if i if i like text a friend and i go you know what I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing, and then I get a response that's like, "Me neither, bucko." That's,
0: that's basically every text exchange we have on a Sunday. Yeah, 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 you'll message me and go like, "Hey, what is happening?" <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I, my friend, I do not uh, understand. Yeah,
1: today it was, "Hey, um, have you fed yourself?" <laughs> no, have you? No, I think <laughs> I think I need to eat. I <laughs> I don't want to eat yet. Great. We literally... Wait, we
0: are. We are. F- Full adults. You literally messaged me what an hour before the recording was going to happen. Yeah. We were recording at what? We started at six PM. Yeah, yeah. So you roll up and you send me a text. You go like, "Have you eaten?" And I'm like, "I didn't because I was walking. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around and much like a baby at a mall, I just kept walking around. Yeah, how and could I, I, I forgot to do the thing that keeps me alive?
1: How can I possibly? Yeah. So um, I. Honestly, like, I will watch like YouTube videos of people who I respect who are talking about topics like this. Like, there's just so much that I need to be, I need to ground myself, and like, I am not having a unique experience. I think this is, this is, uh, normal with my feelings of like inadequacy that happen outside of like adulthood. It's like, okay, this feeling isn't unique. I can go look at people who, have been adults, have lived like full lives and who share the same sentiment that I feel. Um, and that is comforting. I, and I hope that that this episode can be comforting to you, Vanessa, and to all of, to all of you.
0: Golly, I hope so.
1: Because, because we are, everyone's in this together and we're all just big kids,
0: you know, you, me and Vanessa, three big kids just hanging out,
1: dealing with this big wide world. So
0: big fat world full of kids. It's
1: a kid world, but not in the way that you'd think. Welcome to kid world. Uh, Thank you so much, Vanessa, for writing in. I'm giving us a bloody fantastic... Topic I, I have Lord. like I just want to do like five more episodes <laughs> on this topic.
0: Hundred thousand episodes I mean, in a way, all of our episodes are thematically tied back to adulthood. Yeah, because it's just like, hey, how's your social anxiety? Well, it's difficult because I'm an adult and things are hard. When yeah,
1: you're yeah, yeah. It's like, mm, and I went from having to think about one thing, which was <laughs> breathing,
0: <laughs> to, <laughs> to thinking about everything. <laughs> I don't want to underestimate this I was carried People would pick me up And take me to another location That I needed to be at And, and, and when
1: they weren't picking me up They were rolling me <laughs> uh, And when they weren't rolling me They were tucking me into bed
0: I was either asleep or being pampered yeah. I was either being massaged Or not awake
1: Yeah. First they stopped feeding me directly Then I had to feed myself then I had to start walking.
0: If you can believe and it. My
1: knees are still sore. <laughs> from day one. From day one. Seven years young, I've been walking. Then I blink and they kick me out of the damn house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reeling from the whole breastfeeding fiasco. <laughs>
0: I'm still reeling. I'm 28 years young.
1: <laughs> they, um,
0: they gave me my own bottle to take home.
1: So, I, I I mean, like, I would love to continue talking about adulthood. If you
0: have any questions about adulthood, any episode ideas, feel free to hit us up. Goodness gracious am I. Hit up Sad Boys Pod. That's with a Z. Please don't forget the Z. My assumption is that there are hundreds of thousands of messages sent to a Sad Boys with an S
1: pod. Yeah, it's true. They're, um, like a, they're like a SoundCloud rapper collective.
0: <laughs> hey, I make jokes, but shit, man. We've talked uh, outside of the podcast about how much things have been picking up. Like, on a normal podcast, you wouldn't talk about this, but Sad Boys is all about ultra-transparency. The show's getting traction. People are listening to the show. Some. And people are messaging us about the show. That is exciting. And I really don't want to, like, understate... How much that means to us I, I feel It means like, a lot I feel like there's a A certain type of dialect That exists between Podcast host And listener of podcast. That is Oh yeah Send us in some messages And maybe we'll see them Maybe we won't Maybe we'll read them Everybody that's ever Sent us a message on Sad Boys We have read We have responded to it If it happened to be available At that time Not, We're not always free to reply Right, right, right But we intend to If possible And we read every single one We're at a very privileged place In our podcast life cycle right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah and it really genuinely means a lot to me when people send in messages. No joke. People have very kindly written in and said very sincere things about how they were in difficult places in their lives. And the or just shared their and... position that they're in. And exactly. We really
1: appreciate all of that. I mean, like, uh, when we were in Dallas, we were just in the car reading DMs and,
0: like, talking. Yeah. It was, like, 2 a.m. It. in the morning. Yeah. And it yeah, was yeah. the topic of the day. And I, and I want to express that because there have been a couple of times since the show... really took off and found its audience that I have felt lost for whatever reasons, external to Sad Boys. And I've read some of those messages. And not only does it excite me because people love the thing we make, that itself is nice. Yeah. But it also excites me because... There's a thousand other Jordans, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, listening yeah. To the show, There's a thousand other weird people struggling with adulthood in exactly the same way that we do. Yeah. Messaging us about the same things that we've either struggled with in the past or probably will struggle with in the future. Yeah, and, definitely. Man, Sad Boys is creating... A, oh, we're not even creating it. Sad Boys is presenting a space yeah. for a really cool community that's yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to and us. It's,
1: it's, it's, it's super humbling to hear uh, everyone's stories and stuff. And I really encourage you to continue... Um, especially with pen pals, which we'll get to right after the break. So, um, could I get you like tea or anything?
0: Yeah, I'm fine. Um, oh jeez. Oh, can you move that? Cause I'm, my na- it, I'm just ahead now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. oh God. Just, so do much- you know how much longer, like, this is really painful for me to watch, there's but so much I feel dirt down here. Do you have a clean your apartment? I, okay, this is not the time disgusting. for a character attack.
0: Ow. I don't even. What's my, your name? My hair is getting stuck in your disgusting curtains. I honest I know this isn't the time to critique, to critique you, your. In, your mouth is design. about to disappear. So, yeah, like, is this really how you want to? Go, wanna, uh, well, I'm just. Uh,
1: all right. I'm still melting. Uh, what was your name? Uh, Justin. Uh,
0: okay. Yo, what up, Jarvis? I'm your great-great-great-grandson. I'm thinking of Facebook page. Opinions Um, on that. (laughs) Young Jarvis, can I interest you, my good friend, in a pen pal? Absolutely. Fuck to the years. This pen pal's message is from uh, Tiasha. T-I-A-S-H-A. Does that feel good to you? Tiasha. Tiasha, yeah. Tiasha? Tiasha says... Hi, Jarvis and Steve. Don't love that? Oh, immediately amazing. not a huge oh, fan of that. Already the biggest fan. Oh boy, of <laughs> she, The weird thing is, is that getting my name wrong means you really know the show. Yeah, <laughs> which I have very mixed. Feelings which frankly about. is bringing a tear to my eye. I mean, getting it right. Steve is my real name. First of all, I'd like to thank you guys for being hilarious and charismatic and real, and for making a podcast that has turned into a genuine highlight of my day. I don't really have a question or point to this. I was just in the middle of listening to your college episode and took your encouragement to write in, at, and took your encouragement to write in to heart. I also came to San Francisco this weekend for Maker Fair. I don't know what that is. Whoa! Yeah. No, wait. I know what that is. What is that? Uh.
1: So Maker Fair is like this big. Uh, Convention thing that's like a celebration of arts and engineering and like DIY. Uh, basically, a lot of people making a bunch of cool stuff and then like showing it off. Very At nice. least uh, uh, that's my understanding of it.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I mean, we've defined it now. <laughs> yeah. <There laughs> so that is
0: now what it is.
1: That's what it is. Yeah. Uh,
0: and she says this gorgeous city, San Francisco, reminded me of Jarvis's vlogs, which reinforced the whole thing yay Jarvis's vlogs where can they check out your vlogs Jarvis well first of all uh,
1: the reason that it reminds um, Tiasha Tiasha mm-hmm. the reason it reminds Tiasha of my vlogs is because my vlogs are shot in San Francisco that's true um, and
0: she was able to crack that code
1: yeah, yeah yeah which is kind of cool because I would not have assumed that my vlogs actually paint a picture of San Francisco so uh, that's really neat um, you can
0: find my vlogs at youtube.com slash Jarvis Johnson this is such a sweet message. It goes on to say, one of the things you guys talked about that I identified with was the flaw in our education system's method of teaching, specifically in teaching computer science. I just finished my sophomore year of college at UT Austin. I'm an MIS, Management Information Systems. Does that yeah. sound familiar to you? I, I, got, I got it all. So, yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks. U, uh, UT Austin, really good school, by the way. Uh, hey, congratulations. M- MIS, uh, cool major major in our school of business, which I generally explain to people as being a fake CS major. Aww. So congrats to you, Jarvis. I you defeated our listener. No, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't sell yourself so short. So I mean, definitely. to me, as somebody that hasn't dabbled in either, I think MIS is much cooler. <laughs> much more professional, much more skilled. If anything, I'd say CS is the major for cowards. I would fools. say so. It's coward science. To be yeah, fair, for to be losers frank. like Jarvis, roasted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, all hey, all majors are cool. Just fucking study something and live your life. <laughs> yeah, no one. It's not a big deal. Like <laughs> your major is not gonna define your life. Yeah, find something that gives you something to work on for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three to four I, years, and I then make, find something. I else. make YouTube videos and a podcast. <laughs> I have a degree in computer science. My degree is film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cannot express
1: that enough. <laughs> <I> cannot... <laughs> Yeah, I'm the one making videos, by the way. Jordan has a degree in film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I code constantly. She, conti- she continues, While I truly do believe there are added benefits of learning the business side of how computer systems work and affect people, I often find myself jealous of CS majors who get to focus completely on making things. However, watching Jarvis's YouTube channel and listening to Sad Boys, that's the show we're doing right now! Whoa! Whoa! has shown me there are an unlimited number of paths to the careers we want. And I'm extremely grateful to be part of a well-renowned business school with the resources to help me succeed wherever I want. This is an ad. This has to be an ad. (laughs) This is surely an ad, right? Oh my gosh. It's an ad for UT Austin. It's an
1: ad for Maker (laughs) Faire. An ad for San Francisco. An ad for Sad Boys and my YouTube channel. I have
0: never been involved in the CS scene yet. I've never wanted to go more to CS Austin than Tiasha has convinced me. Tiasha's U- T- U- T- a master. You, Tiasha. You said CS Austin. No way. <laughs> Which- you did. <laughs> you guys seem to embody the exact kind of passion that I desperately want to pursue. Right now, it's hard to focus on things other than my GPA and recruiting, although I also try to allocate time towards working on projects that interest me and keep me sane. God damn, Tiasha. Feel you there, babe. Uh, damn. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: It's so hard to focus on all those things that you're focusing on.
0: (laughs) You're doing a lot. It's okay to do the amount that you're already doing, by the way. As an adult, you're adulting just fine.
1: And to the point on an unlimited number of paths, that's what adulthood is, too, you know? Like, it it doesn't matter, like, what major you— Like, Kumail Nanjiani has a
0: degree in computer science, and Liam Neeson studied computer science. Liam Neeson studied computer science? You know that? Okay, Sorry. Big news. Computer science just got cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Anybody that wants to do it will be able to save their daughter <laughs> if they are <laughs> right. taken.
1: And Tiasha is doing so much stuff. Like, I'm just reading this message and she's like volunteering and helping kids, trying to keep the GPA
0: in a good spot. Like, <laughs> But she's only doing all of that. Jarvis. Right, right, right. How right. do I do that and find like, place for 19 additional projects? <sighs> Tiasha take a deep breath. Um... You're killing it right now. Tiasha, um, this is Jordan from Sad Boys. Okay. Who we'll let you in here? You need to be kind to yourself. Yeah. You've y- done everything. Slow down. Take a breath. Meditate if you can. Tell yourself that you're the best. We believe you're the best.
1: Yeah. I totally understand where is coming from, though, because, like, I am guilty of feeling these feelings, too. And it, it, it takes someone else to go, hey, hey, you are doing enough, Jarvis. Like, take a chill pill. And so that's what role i want to take here to say tiasha i just read this message wow you are going to be fine you are killing it right now please just make sure
0: this is sustainable for you and that you're taking care of yourself girl you're popping off you're the, you're the top one percent i love you frankly i'm sorry and Jarvis loves you too is that correct that's that's correct and i'm sorry <laughs> frankly i'm very sorry tiasha continues i'll be interning at an it role this summer at an energy company in houston is that how you say it, Houston? Houston, Houston. Houston? It's it's Houston. like it's the same word. If
1: it was like somebody's last name, could be pronounced Houston, <laughs> yeah, uh, Houston, or uh, Houston.
0: Working on things like enterprise architecture. I'm not sure. Uh, since she puts in uh, parentheses. I'm not 100 percent sure what that means. Uh, but I'm I can on tell it.
1: you. I can tell you as a professional that term basically means nothing. <laughs>
0: Great, uh, but. It probably means proprietary business software. Cool. Yeah. Uh, She continues, do you guys have any advice for taking full advantage of internships? I really want to take this chance to prove myself and make an impact while also learning something in the process and hopefully propelling myself in the right direction in my career path.
1: So my advice, Tiasha, is not to put too much pressure on yourself. You're going to learn a ton this summer, um, and just I, I think just focus on um, focus on learning. I understand you have like a, a couple of different paths that you want to go down, but keep an open mind and use this experience to inform like future decisions. Um, in the worst case scenario, you just learn the kind of stuff that you don't want to work on, and that's an extremely valuable thing to learn in and of itself. So uh, it's going to be valuable no matter what.
0: Hell to the yes! I mean, we've worked very different kind of internships. I imagine yours have trended towards the coding environments, whilst yeah, yeah, yeah. BD sort of things, but uh, business development sort of things. But in my experience, like an internship feels very high risk. (laughs) but it couldn't be more low risk. It
1: is the safest environment to learn anything.
0: <laughs> now, you, you have to make mistakes. As a living human, you have to screw up constantly. Yeah. Get them out now. Get them out as soon as possible, and this is the perfect environment to learn how to screw up. It is like, environment.
1: I, the, like, I... You were able to take such risk in your internships because you're in and you're out and you get a lot of the learning. So you could go work at, like, an extremely small company or you could go work at a company that's completely different from what you could ever imagine yourself working at. And you can invalidate those paths. You can validate other paths. Like, the nature of internships is so – insulating of like a lot of the consequences of like starting jobs and stuff so yeah use this opportunity to learn as much as you can before there's like the um baggage of of
0: like sort of full-time employment yeah use this opportunity for exactly what it's designed to be which is a trial run don't be afraid to make mistakes and that's that's advice that applies far outside of internships but specifically in this environment particularly if it's one that you in a career that you plan on pursuing it's okay to screw up go nuts don't not make the most of it i've i've squandered internship opportunities in the past where i just tried to operate at a medium level no go ham or go nowhere you need to do something you need to be impressionable you need to get weird Make some take some chances, screw things up. This is the perfect opportunity for you to both.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that like the expectations of interns are actually, I, I think the expectations of interns are fairly low, so you can use that to your advantage. Get weird and wild, gang. Um, okay, I, I don't know about all that, but but definitely just focus on on learning, steal feel, some stuff. <laughs> feel free to be selfish, uh, and take care of you and and your your like desires in terms of career development
0: and embezzle um that's the end for advice about interning
1: thanks so much tiasha for writing in if if you want to write in two pen pals go to any of the places to do that so on, many goddamn good places and all of them work you just have to do it sadboyspod.com
0: on twitter at sadboyspod and sadboyspod at gmail.com if you're one of those people that's thought about it and hasn't done it Know that me and Jarvis feel that.
1: We do, and we respect that. But we also are going to welcome you with open arms
0: when you do write in. And um, a single kiss on the forehead. Just one. Just one. One quiet you, kiss. And we won't tell you who is giving you the kiss. <laughs> you get it's to like interpret a Justin it. situation. Yeah, like, ooh, what kind of lips are those? <laughs> Young Jarvis, thanks so much for doing Sad Boys with me.
1: We do have fun. We do have fun. We do. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. But is it musical? I think it has to be. I think it's now just always... We haven't gotten any feedback. I don't think anyone's made it to the end of an episode uh, that we sing on, or they've shut it off instantly. (laughs) Including myself. Yeah.
0: You edit the show, and you've turned it off.
1: I don't even know that I'm leaving it in the the finished episode. (laughs) All right.
0: We love you.
1: And And we're sorry. sorry.
0: Boom! (laughs) Kaboom.